watching the academy the football dream on channel 4 which was at 9pm today um, on this week's episode it was about 16 year olds getting a scholarship um, and it focused on three boys Billy Toby and Vic Caleb can't remember Caleb Caleb, yeah, I think that's his name, sorry if I got it wrong, um, so Billy was the goalkeeper, Toby was the mid le um, right, right back or left back, striker. no he was a striker, yeah striker, and Caleb, what was he, I can't sure. remember, I think he was a midfielder, I'm not sure. They didn't really talk much about his position, to be fair. Um, but it showed... Uh, what was it? Ten weeks? From August, basically, up until they get offered a scholarship. And the process. And it talked about height. It talked about weight. talked about speed. Because I think, one of, obviously, because one of them was a winger. He needed to be fast enough. And then... The goalkeeper, Billy, um, he had someone come in to do trials. So he had competition. So kind of they kind of did it from all aspects, didn't they, of what could actually happen. Yep. Um, some of the um, team had already got their scholarships. So there was only a few spots left. So what did you think, Gav? Well, it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting to see... How they dealt with the keeper, how they challenged him by bringing another keeper in, <clears throat> and and also to see how the other the other boy had to deal with his emotions and dealing with his temperament when he wasn't playing. That's Toby. Yep. Toby had the issue of being upset, like if he didn't get selected to. Be to start the to game. start the game, and during the episode, I said to Gavin, um, "Does it matter? Because obviously we're in under nines right now, and pre academy, every boy didn't start. So I just thought it was not. I just thought that's how it was all the way through, and it's not a big deal. It doesn't mean anything. But Gavin, what were you saying? Yeah, as you get older, it does matter. You part your strongest eleven when you when you when you get older. But then my thing was, how can you really assess if they are good enough for a scholarship if you're not going to play them? And that was one of his concerns when he didn't get the scholarship. He he believed he didn't get enough play time to prove that he was worth a scholarship. Yeah, but then they would say, we didn't think he was worth it. In their minds, they're thinking, we just didn't think he was as strong as the, the kid he was starting. So it's their opinion against his. Mm. That's how it always is. Yeah, because they kind of said that in their response, didn't they? Just you know, basically just saying, you know, we just have to focus on the decision, and that's the decision. And 
you know, go from there. Um, but um, it was very interesting to watch um, how upset he got when he wasn't chosen. But then obviously he was picked to go out in the second in the second half. But because he, he his emotions were already so low from not being chosen, he brought that onto the pitch. And the way he acted on the pitch didn't give him any favours at all. And it's like, how do you teach your child to not go there? Because Here's what I do. I always teach, because well, we learn about rejection, and I always say, if someone rejects you or says no or you don't get what you want, it's actually a test. They're just testing you. And they're testing to see how hard you can go when, when you do get opportunity. So, for example, for example, if he doesn't start a game when he's older, he'll see it as, he's just testing me. He's just testing to see how I act when I don't get chosen. Mm. When I come on a pitch now, I'm going to show you. He doesn't see it as, I'm not good enough. He sees it as, ah, you're just testing me. Mm. It's a game. Mm. You've got to see it like a game of, of chess. Mm. Oh, so it's a test. Oh, let me just pass this test then. Yeah. And that's what I teach teach from now. Rejection is just a test. And something better is going to come because they're testing you. So you, you will only see it as, ah, it's all right. It's fine. You're just testing me. I've been told this for years that I'm going to get tested. They're just trying to see how I act. Because mm. essentially, that's what they, they, they do. That. They, they, will, they will put kids on the bench sometimes just to test their temperament to see, can you handle it? Mm. Obviously, the best players do play most minutes, but there'll be times when they don't. And then you, then just to see, have you got the attitude? Because when you get to the, to the highest level, if you get there, it doesn't matter how good you are. There'll be times when they'll just bench you. Mm. It doesn't matter. Mm. You're, you're just, just, just to see your temperament. Mm. So that's what I do. I just, I say from now, it's just a test. Mm. It's got nothing to do with whether you're good enough or not. It's literally a test. Mm. I mean, there are other methods you can use, you know, because obviously emotions can come up for other reasons during a game or during training. So there's other methods that you can use to help your child to manage their emotions. Um, and to be honest, I think it's better to teach them now at this age. Yeah, because it's habit, isn't it? You want to get in the habit. You want them to get into that habit. You don't want them to have to learn then because it's harder to learn when you're older. Right now, our kids are in... Did you beat them? They're in a state. They're in a very open-minded state. Yeah, so it's easier to teach them now. And that's it, body language. Because they look at you... But at, at that level, they, they study everything you do. Who you hang around with, how you think who you're bantering with, how you run the changing room. They look at everything on the pitch, your body language. You're getting too emotional. Like they look at all that, and they were looking at the kid, and they were assessing him, flapping his arms around, mm. muttering to himself. That all goes against kids when they get too emotional. So, yeah, yeah, you just have to allow the energy to come, but channel it to go hard on the pitch. Mm. You know? And that's it, really. I'm sure because I'm think I think he had the talent. It was his temperament that went against him, not his talent. Yeah. And that's why they said you you will be. But his, te- but his temperament actually affected his talent in a game as well, and I think that's what was a big um, flag for them. Mm. But I'm just glad that he got um, the contract in the end. Anyway, all the shot. Yeah. He got it, and he didn't give up because you see a lot of kids that get released from clubs and they think that's their football career over when actually it's not. 
you could play for a category two or a category three. Or, and you have you know, to want to do it as well because you some, have to want to keep going. Yeah, you have to be humble enough to say, you know what, I'll go down to play at all the shot category, wherever they are, all the shot. I'll take the two year pro and I'll smash it there. Because mm. you can always make yourself your way back up and plenty of. Um, yeah, but the route to the first team would be easier at Aldershot for me anyway. Mm. And certain, there's a lot of kids you think, because I've been at Premier League club for nine years, I'm not going down to that, that low level. Mm. And and because they don't have any option and they end up taking it, their heads actually drop and they play worse. They actually play worse than the kids who are actually already there. Cause someone was telling me that at Shrewsbury Town, they might get players in from Category 1 clubs. Mm. And then when they come in, they say they're not even up to the, up to the standard because a lot of their heads drop. They're doing it because they think they have to because mm-hmm. they can't get into Category 1. And then they, they actually are not performing as well as the kids who are already there. Because really? their their emotions are low, their heads are down, and they're doing it because they think it's the only route out. Mm-hmm. But they don't put in the work that the other kids are putting in because their, cause, cause their, cause their morale is low. Mm-hmm. They're, mo- they're not even motivated. They're just going for them. So they actually don't play as well as the mm-hmm. kids who are already there. Mm-hmm. And that's what... Um, one of the coaches was saying that, Shrewsbury was saying that, a lot of these kids, you think they come in and, and dazzle, but they don't. Mm. But a lot of that's psychological. Mm. The talent's already there, but you have to manage your mindset, innit? Mm. And be humble enough to say, yeah, I'll go there and I'll, and I'll, I'll be good. I'll work just as hard as I did before. Mm. Rather than think, oh, I'm here now. Oh, mm. oh. Gotta go for, I've got to play muddy grass, mm. bumpy pitch, got to clean my own boots, wash my own kit, bring my own packed lunch. For the, the club's not as nice. It's, 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 it's you know, scaffolding. It's, it's not like going back to grass. It's like playing where, you know, these pretty academies, you get these nice grass, everything's made for you. you everything gets washed and clean for you. Mm. You get taken everywhere. Now we have to get a lift and that there's no, you know what I mean? Like everything's just, and then a lot of their heads get down. Mm. Their heads go down. So if you can manage that, you're good. It's more of a mind game than anything. Mm. The talent's always there. The mind, it's a mind game. Mm. Like the other keeper had to, they brought in and the other guy to challenge him. Mm. He had to keep his temperament while he's getting challenged by another keeper. Yeah, and I think he did that very, Billy did that very well. And it's a mind game, you see. Yeah. It's all a mind game. So it's all about, at that age, it's all about how you handle your, your mindset. Because I, with Billy, <laughs> I actually didn't think, when I first started watching it and they started talking about him and the stutter and everything and um, I didn't think he was going to make it because of that. Because what did they say about the stutter? They just said they were trying to help him to be more fluent when he talks. And they're yeah, saying, they were so giving him phrases so that if he's in front of the camera, he's just confident to just speak. Because, um, yeah, and I, I looked at it, I thought, the fact that they're helping him, if they didn't want him, they probably would help him less. I thought, they're probably, they might, yeah, he's probably... Really? Yeah, yeah I thought, because they're helping him to do it and giving him... Spending time giving him phrases and ways. I thought, you're investing your time in him, so he's still got a chance to get through anyway. Mm. Even though he didn't play all the games. Yeah, because because he, he wasn't playing as well. I thought they don't want him because of that stutter. And I I was just like they're out of order for that. But so I'm actually glad that they did. Yeah, but at the same time, every every. I think they would have looked bad if they did if they didn't. I think a lot of people would have felt felt the same way. The way you got to look at it with keepers, you need two keepers regardless. You gotta look at. You need two keepers. And they only had two anyway. But so, no, no, they brought in a third one. That's what I'm saying. They brought in a third one. There was another one apart from the but, one they but brought. But they brought in, in a trialist. That's a potential another yeah, keeper. Was, was there two before that? I thought no, it was just no, him. no. There's there's a keeper starting the game, isn't there? He's on the bench. So there's. What I'm oh, saying. What I'm saying yeah. is, 
you're going to need two keepers anyway. You're going to need two keepers. You, like, mm. In that position, you need two keepers anyway. Yeah, you do. It was the third, it was the third option that won't make it. Oh. And he, he might have been that third option, right? Mm. You need two keepers. So, end of the day, I'm happy for him and it's so. Yeah, I'm happy for him as well. I think he deserved it. He really did. Because he, he held his head. He had a good temperament, you he see. He had a very good temperament. Just all the way through, he had that calm. Yeah. He's not too high, not too low. Mm. And that's what they look at the most. Kids who get too high and too low, and they're, they're, they're actually um, over-emotional. Mm. Whereas the kids who stay in the middle... When they win, they're not overexcited. And when they lose, they're not... And you could see, even though when the competition came in, it didn't deflate him. It made him mm. work harder. Mm. It made him fight for it. Like, he, mm. he was just like... He, you could see he put in the work and he tried harder. Mm. Um, so I'm, I was really glad for him. Yeah, his temperament. He's the kind of kid, you know, you could see him going through the, the ranks at some level, just having a good temperament, you know? Mm. Being a good guy in the changing room, because he's... He can hold his temperament and not get too emotional. Like mm. he looks like that guy in it, so yeah, he's happy for a minute. Mm. And then there's Caleb. They didn't really show much about Caleb, no, to no, be fair. Very little. I think he was more of a, a safe bet. Yeah, he's certified. Yeah. Yeah, they always seem to have one that's definitely making it. Yeah, you need that. You know, you, you always need the high, the middle, and the yeah. low. Yeah. So they didn't really say that much about him or show that much didn't about him. Much about him at all. So I can't even think of anything to be honest. Can you? Apart from him coming in at the end with his parents. They just said that he's... Basically, they made a comment to show that he's certified. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's certified. That's it. Yeah. They made it obvious that he's certified. Just yeah. like... With they the just other. showed his baggers and yeah, the way he yeah. played. He's certified. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, so... It was, it was a good one. It was very interesting to see that. And another thing I, I learned is... Because I actually thought that when they reached 16 and... They, you can get a, you, I always thought you can get a scholarship I didn't realise that the scholarship is the ones that go through and get a contract I thought some can get a scholarship and do the education but others will go through but they just won't get a scholarship so I learnt something new mm. did not know that I didn't realise that's what that so was. a scholarship means you're full time you're full time and it's professional and it's professional when you get paid so you're classified as professional even though you're not on TV and all that stuff you're legally a professional because you're getting paid to play football and you're there full time. Right. Okay. See, I didn't know that. It's not part time, it's full time. So why do they call it a scholarship? Because they don't call it a scholarship above the 16. So is it just called a scholarship because it's, you're breaking through into I don't know. I don't know. Really professionalism? Because when I think of scholarship... I feel I think I think of the American word scholarship where you get funding for education. That's what I thought a scholarship was. Yeah, but America's different because although you get funding for education, you don't get paid to play. You know, they don't get paid to play. Yeah, right? and that's what I thought. Yeah, but America, with the system's completely different here. You don't get funding for stuff, but you get paid to play. Right. It's the other way around. Here, you get paid to play, you get a wage. In America, in the NBA, you don't get paid to play. You get funding. So it's like them paying your course fees. Yeah, it's different in America. Okay. Well, it's, in England, you don't see under 16, 18 and 23s in massive stadiums with 30,000 people every week. You don't see it, do you? They still play on the academy pitches at the front by the gate. Yeah. In front of the parents, right? Yeah. But they get paid. Okay. In the NBA, in America, 
they don't get paid, mm. but they're playing in front of 20,000 people as students. Really? Massive stadiums, big arenas, big like walls, same size, and they're not even getting paid. But they've got big, massive arenas, stadiums, they're on the news. So they're at what point do they get paid then? When you get into the NBA. But at college, university... So they're not in the NBA at no, the scholarship no. time? No, no, no. When, oh. they're, when they're at college and studying, it's not like that. You, they don't have academies like that. You have universities and colleges. Mm. You don't have academies. Like the, the Lakers don't have an academy. You just have universities and colleges. Mm. And the universities is like the step before the NBA. Mm. Whereas here... See, I thought, I thought the scholarship programme was the education part of football. So you get a scholarship that pays for your education. Yeah, that's in school. It's different. The, the, the no, school... I, me- I thought that's what it meant for football. Yeah, the school version of scholarship doesn't... It's not the same as a football version of scholarship. They mm. just use that word. Yeah, it was, that's, that was... If you get a scholarship to Cambridge University, it has a different meaning to a football scholarship. Mm. So I, that's what I mean by I learned something new from that because I, I thought it was exactly the same thing. Um, so, yeah. So when I hear people say, you know, um, I'm, I want my child to get that scholarship. I've never said that or thought that because I didn't understand that. I've always just thought I just want to make him as a pro. I just want him to make it as a pro. So, yeah. Now I see what it means. You have to get a scholarship to make it as a pro, basically. Yeah, it's good. It's good to watch that process for the older boys. Um, you know, the the parents. What did you think about the parents and how they felt? Parents are anxious like parents are, aren't it? Yeah. Yeah. Very anxious. Um... And the boys were quite anxious as well. But I think that that's, that happens every year, to be fair. Don't, don't you think? Obviously, you said it won't happen for the next few years because, obviously, like, I'm talking about... Gen- generally, it doesn't happen like that. I, it's generally at 12s and 16s when you see big drop-off. Right. The majority of players you see now will still be there unless something drastic happens. Right. Like you said, like you see it in the last few episodes. The kids have been there from eight, nine years old. Mm. You go all the way through. It's either 12s and 16s where you see big drop-offs. Mm. You heard on the last episode... Yeah, because that was 12s, weren't it? They was all there from nines. Yeah. So nines, tens, elevens, twelves. Yeah. They generally stay for that three-year period. There's not much shaking. and They might bring a few players in, mm. but there isn't no big exodus of players. Mm. That happens at 12s and 16s. Okay. The kids you see now, more or less the kids you're going to see for the next three years with some additional players coming in. Mm. Yeah, they might have done one odd drop off or two. Some will leave. But it's not going to... Generally, you're going to see the same kids mm. for the next three seasons. Generally, generally speaking. Okay. Mm. Well, another good episode. So if you haven't watched it, get over to Channel 4 and you can um, watch the replay um, of it on there. And... Uh, if you watched it and you want to leave any comments and let us know what you think, please do. Um, we'll be back next week. See what happens then. Anything else you want to say, Gab? No, I'm good, I'm good. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>